This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. LeBron for three. Drills it. His second three of the fourth quarter. I like the pick and roll play. Slapped down by LeBron, taken away by Contavious Caldwell-Pope, ahead to the King. He takes it up and in. And just like that, the Lakers go up 103-97. Lakers will finish their trip 5-2, and two, and they take the first of the season series with Atlanta. The horn sounds at State Farm Arena. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the bet. Lakers extended road trip comes to a close last night in Atlanta. Follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. We are live on the radio.com app, 1430 in Denver, KCBS HD3 in Los Angeles, part of the BetQL Audio Network. Now welcoming uh, onto the show, Michael Gallagher. He's on Twitter at Mike S. Gallagher, senior NBA analyst for Establish the Run. And Michael, something that we were just talking about, how challenging it is, whether you're into DFS or sports betting, I I just take a quick look at your timeline. And as we get close to these tip times, it's information, information, information about who's actually going to be on the court that night. Why can't they just make it easy for all of us and uh, follow the model of Major League Baseball in the NFL and give us a heads up on this stuff? Yeah, uh, last night was an entire game uh, of guys not playing up to the last minute, and yeah, it's it's crazy. Some guys they they're trying, they're trying this whole thirty minute put your starting lineup out, and they've been pretty good. But there's been times where like Colin Sexton is a late scratch right before, and you know we won't. Sometimes even uh, last season, uh, Kawhi Leonard was in the literally in the starting lineup, and then all of a sudden he wasn't in the starting lineup, uh, and Doc Rivers said he found out like five seconds before the game started. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's definitely an information game, and it's, it's really hard. You need to know everything. What about even for um, when you're talking about Michael, like the DFS stuff? Um, you know, I saw last night the game canceled late. A bunch of people probably might have had guys from those teams in their lineups. Yeah, it was a really uh, the the Nuggets were a pretty chalky play because they were missing Gary Harris, so they opened up a lot of minutes for Monte Morris, Will Barton. Michael Porter Jr. would have played more and a pretty good matchup. So all those people just had to take zeros. But uh, the sites are, are kind of making people whole because they're – like you could also late swap sometimes. But last night that was the only game that hadn't started yet. So you couldn't even swap out to anybody. You just had to eat the zero. Uh, so you had an interesting game to watch. I know you you catch as many games as you possibly can, but being in the Phoenix area, uh, Phoenix over Dallas last night, 109 to 108, monster game from Chris Paul, nearly a triple double, finishes with 34, nine and nine. Uh, can you catch us up to speed on what's going on with both teams and why the Mavs with Luke are so terrible this season? Yeah, let's start with the Mavs six game losing streak, and they're getting shredded when. Luca's not on the court. They're minus 19.3 net rating in that time. Uh, they just can't get anybody else to step up. Jalen Brunson's been okay, but they had to overlap him, so they were still trying to figure that out. And, I mean, honestly, I think just missing guys. They had a lot of guys out 
for COVID protocols. Dorian Finney-Smith is one of their best wing defenders. Josh Richardson also had a good game yesterday, finally. Uh, he was slow. Um, and Maxi Kleber has been big. He was really the best front court mate with KP last year because Porzingis, he has looked so bad. You may have seen what Utah – Utah, after the game, uh, Quinn Snyder said they basically were just trying to put Chris Stapps, Porzingis in action, and they're getting killed um, with Chris Stapps at the five so far. Uh, they have a 114D rating in the times with Chris Stapps at the five, and teams just know how to put him in action, and he's not moving well. Um, so he can't really handle pick-and-roll coverages and everything like that. And then also Luca is just getting so much game plan geared to him. He's only getting one wide-open shot per game. Uh, he, his potential assists are way down. He's not getting downhill as much. So teams are really trying to focus on taking Luca out uh, because he is so valuable to that team. If you could slow him down, nobody's really playing well enough. Um, Josh Richardson almost saved him yesterday, if not for a Devin Booker shot. But, um, yeah, they just need guys to – I think uh, Kleba coming back and getting back in the swing of things will be big. He just returned yesterday to the Sun. They're trying to win with defense. They're trying to play slow. Um, Devin Booker's been kind of hit or miss. Uh, he's been really turnover prone. But Chris Paul has finally started to get it going with DeAndre Aiden. Aiden had a really slow start. And when they missed time uh, a couple weeks ago, they basically spent that whole week while their games were getting postponed to like, get DeAndre Aiden integrated into the offense get him paint touches, get him going there to kind of open up the floor for guys like Cam Johnson, who's also in the starting lineup now after they bumped out Jay Crowder. So now they got Booker back in the hamstring. Uh, they're playing, again, pretty solid defense. And they, they lock teams down from three-point range so that they can do a pretty good job of limiting wide open three. So they've got a pretty balanced team. And obviously, Chris Paul, you know you're going to get great organization from your offense. Michael, what do you spend most of your time on when it comes to NBA, whether it's DFS or betting? Uh, everything. <laughs> I'm pretty much, uh, I'm like the news guy. Uh, so I spend a lot of time just reading everything and listening to press conferences. And, um, you know, but I'm definitely more into DFS. Uh, I, I'm, I love season-long fantasy too. But, um, yeah, I, I wanted to get more into to the betting side, but uh, I'm really into DFS more so than anything else. Uh, with uh, Michael Gallagher, Senior NBA Analyst for Establish the Run. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Uh, Michael, anything stand out to you that you've seen this season, whether it's a trend in the league or specific teams that you've noticed? And uh, maybe we can take advantage. Maybe the market hasn't caught up yet. Um, I think one thing that's different this year uh, is more teams are mixing up defensive coverages a lot. So, like, obviously the Raptors kind of got that going. And just every team, the, the Hornets are running a lot of coverages. The Pacers are, are running triangle and two defenses. And more teams, the, the Knicks are running some more zone coverages. So I think more teams that are, are getting better at being, like, the Hornets have been really good in their zone. And they've been playing much better than expected, right? Nearly, nearly 500. Everyone thought they were going to finish at the bottom. So I think them playing better on, Zone defense has been big. And also Miami was playing a lot of zone last year. That was really popular in the playoffs. So I think that's kind of the one thing. And certain teams like the Pacers are really good at this. The Raptors are really good at just taking away the top option, um, much like Brad Stevens tries to do as well. So more teams are kind of trying to do that. And some teams really don't have the personnel to do it. Um, so, you know, Mikel Bridges is a guy who was kind of good at limiting Luka. So having that key defensive piece uh, could, could go a long way. Lou Dorr was kind of hit or miss. Uh, he shut down Dame a couple of games ago. So, you know, matchups are a little bit more um, easier to identify now because teams are 
um, keying in on uh, top options a little bit more. Who would you say right now, Michael, um, is the best team in the Eastern Conference? And if you say the Sixers, that would be correct. Yes. Uh, I think they're playing the basketball right now. Uh, you look at their core guys, and their, their starters have the, the best starting lineup in the East. They're plus 13.8 net rating. That's really good. Uh, it's behind the, the two L.A. teams and the Utah uh, starting lineup, which has been fantastic. The Bucks are basically half that. Uh, and I think the Bucks are going to get it going. Getting Drew Holiday could be big. But obviously, Embiid is taking this game to another level. And, you know, ever since Maury joined the, the front office, everyone was saying, hey, uh, you know, get them shooting. Maury likes the three ball, right? He also likes at-rim shots, too. But adding uh, Seth Curry has been big. Danny Green, you know, he has his issues with going super cold at times. But uh, he's been a really nice pickup for them. And they just, the team just put together much better uh, as they've been able to use Ben Simmons as a transition guy to generate offense. And he's been really, really good. Uh, on-ball defense, much like those guys I was saying earlier. Like a matchup against Ben Simmons and DFS is usually something you want to avoid. Uh, Clippers and Nets go at it tonight. Uh, right now at points bet, Clippers favored by one and a half, a total of 241 and a half. Uh, what's your read or interesting matchups for this matchup? Yeah, so you got to start with who's going to guard James Harden and do you put Kawhi Leonard on KD or Harden? And you probably got to put him on Durant, I would think, and then you try Paul George uh on on Harden uh but either way it's going to be pretty tough uh for those guys Katie's pretty much matchup proof he's only had like two bad offensive games um Harden's coming off that rest from a quad injury it's not it was nothing I think they were just trying to manage his minutes but um I mean the first thing that jumps out here is the over uh the Nets are playing historically bad defense and they're putting up historically good offense since Harden joined they're pretty much flirting with 120 offensive rating and defensive rating which is out of this world um, 117 is like the record, so they're doing better than that. So it's going to be a lot of offense. The Nets play really fast. The Clippers are still trying to play. They're slowing down a little bit from last year, but, um, yeah, there's going to be some really tough sweating. So, and also Kyrie can really get going, too. They don't really have the depth without Patrick Beverly. So if they start Reggie Jackson, Kyrie can maybe try to take over if, and I don't think they're going to. I don't think Paul George and or Kawhi Leonard are going to really slow down KD or Harden because they're too good. But on the flip side of that, the Nets defense is bad. They can't stop Kawhi. They can't stop Paul George. So uh, I definitely think the Clippers have a little bit of an edge uh, just because they have a, a pretty balanced team, offense, defense, where the Nets are just going to have to try to outscore. We saw what the Wizards did to them over the weekend. Michael, I'll let Joe ask you about another game tonight. I want to ask you about the MVP so far in your mind. Yeah, uh, I think it's got to be the Joker, a.k.a. Big yeah. Honey, as Will Barton calls him. I mean, the Nuggets are playing pretty good ball. They're rebounding great right now. Uh, I'm not a big rebounding guy, but they're, they're like 57 uh, rebounding rate for their starting lineup is one of the best in the league. And Joker, you, you can't defend him. Obviously, like back in you know, the old days when we had post-scores, post everyone was like, oh, double the post-score. You can't double Jokic because he just passes out of it so well. So, like, Murray's facing the floor, and Will Barton is coming along. Michael Porter Jr.'s jumper looks real, real nice. He's been a really good fit. But Joker kind of taking his game to another level as a score on top of his passing is just – he's a cheat code right now. So we're all, uh, going up against Golden State. One of the things you have to consider this year is where are all those rebounds going to go for DFS or for player props? Where are they going to go on the Celtics? Yeah, so losing Marcus Smart is big uh, because they were kind of getting away from that double big lineup 
with Daniel Tice and Tristan Thompson. We saw Robert Williams see time against the Lakers uh, after his mid-dwindle, but do you think that was because of the matchup going so big? But, um, yeah, it, I, I would think it's going to be uh, more of a Tice matchup because they're going to really try to limit uh, the Draymond step pick and roll. So putting Tice in that action makes a little bit more sense to me. Um, so he, he may be a little bit more involved in, in getting bigger playing time because Tristan's look a little bit slow. Robert Williams is just really matchup dependent. So I think Tice could be interesting. Um, but again, they're going to have to play Jeff Teague more. They're going to have to play maybe Carson Edwards. Aaron Neesmith subbed in for smart when he pulled his cast. So Brad Stevens has his kind of core guys. So if Tice could kind of make himself close to that core guy, the core group of Kemba, Tatum, and Brown, then you know, he can find himself getting close to 30 minutes, which is not easy to do if you're not kind of a star player for Brad Stevens because he's such a tactician with the back end of his rotation guys. Michael, is Evan Silva your boss? No, nah, Evan's my guy, man. Uh, I'm I'm called uh, people call me the Silva of the NBA, uh, just because I have pretty much no life. I look at my computer screen, I read news, and uh, I love looking up stats. So uh, it's a it's an honor to be c- compared to, to the goat, uh, Evan Silva. <laughs> Evan 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 was my co-host on the Fantasy Feast podcast for a long time. It's funny to hear him called the goat. He is the man, though. I mean, he he knows yeah. everything. He must just yeah. read. I think he just reads beat writers all day, every day. Yeah. Yep. I mean, uh, I'm I read everything, and honestly, one thing from coronavirus that has kind of helped me a little bit is uh, if you're into it, like I am, uh, all the press conferences are on YouTube now, so you can kind of just you don't have to take the beat writers' take from a press conference. You can kind of get your own take uh, and maybe read between the lines rather than just reading the quote itself. You kind of See the nuances of the quote is a, a nice little bonus some uh silver lining for this disaster we've had the last year uh mike we only have about 30 seconds left any uh any yeah. must plays tonight or dfs or player props that you should look at that we have not discussed yeah actually we haven't talked about toronto and orlando um missing aaron gordon is huge for them so i think missing aaron gordon is going to really take away their second unit they're running aaron gordon as a point guard um, and now they're going to have to play Cole Anthony Moore. He's going to get really targeted. I mentioned Toronto taking away players. So they're going to really try to limit boots. They have Aaron Baines some size. So I think the Raptors smoke the magic tonight. Nice. Okay, good stuff from uh, Michael Gallagher. Establish the run. Make sure you're following him on Twitter if you're into the association. He has all the news right there at Mike S. Gallagher. Thanks, Michael. Talk again soon, all right? Thanks so much. Good stuff there. See? Cole Anthony is talking about him.